theologians, but rather a group of friends who just want to share their hearts and love for Jesus. So please enjoy these conversations with God's Game. Disclaimer. We are not this. <laughs> Very quick disclaimer today. We are back after a little hiatus because of world issues. Because <laughs> of Russia. <laughs> Russia and Ukraine conflict caused us to take a, a little bit of a break. No, I was kidding. We got COVID. Me and Beverly got COVID. <laughs> Stinking COVID. Stinking COVID. <laughs> Anyways, gosh darn COVID. Heck off COVID. Heck you. Aww, <laughs> <just> <laughs> <mad>. <laughs> Ruined a whole two weeks of my life. Just kidding. <laughs> Wasn't that bad. I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, we have a very special episode because Kelly is in robot form today. <laughs> Got robot Kelly today. Domo. Domo. <laughs> <laughs> robot version of Kelly today. But yeah, yeah okay. Good. And we're also missing our fourth Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. Hardworking man. We were trying to get him on the Zoom, but he's working. Is he working in Kauzis right now, Kelly? I'm, yeah, yeah. The Dylan. And he probably has no um, motivation to come home because I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 trying to get him to come up with me, but he has a doctor appointment tomorrow. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Dylan's not with us right now. He's working. Kelly's off uh, on a work trip right now. And yeah. I'm in the Philippines. He's in the <laughs> Philippines feeding hungry children. Just me and David in the studio today. Yeah, I'm at one of my orphanages. <laughs> <laughs> the Kelly Carrier Orphanage for Kids Who Can't Read Good. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we just wanted to do kind of a little quick check-in uh, update on how everything's going with everyone. Yeah, so it's been kind of a crazy couple of weeks uh, for me and Beverly anyways. Yeah. I don't know. How about you, Kelly? How's things with you over the last, since I've the last feeling, episode? I've been feeling lost because of um, you guys in isolation and COVID. And uh, so I took up crocheting. <laughs> yeah, haven't seen Kelly since Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, eh? Wow. So you guys exchanged uh, cards, and then that was it. Yeah, I choose to choose you, <laughs> Ralph Wiggum's card. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so the, I don't know. Did we we did we had the Valentine's episode was the last one. That was episode yeah. six, I think. It was like relationship stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was a pretty good one. Went on for quite some time. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Anyways, whoever watched it, listened. Listened. Yeah, it was fun making. Yeah. Yeah, it was was fun. These mm-hmm. episodes, these podcasts are just yeah. always fun to make. They're just a whole lot of fun. Yeah. If you guys want to make a podcast, give me a shout. We'll see if we could uh, produce a podcast schedule for you. you. Schedule you in, yeah. <laughs> Wicked David's so busy. <laughs> Got all this I was stuff. like, how about we just Saturday night? Also, he's like, I'm recording for a radio show. I was like, oh, it's David. 
Oh, it just things went crazy. And we ended up not even recording the radio show yesterday. Yeah. Your dad got a sore stomach and then he just went home instead. Too much <laughs> Chinese food. <laughs> That's what happens when you go to Wong's. Is it Wong's? Yeah. <laughs> In Melville? Right. No, nope, the other one. Kenora. Kenora, yeah. It's a good place. <coughs> but yeah, so like me and Beverly... We said it how many times we got COVID. It was really funny because it was like Beverly was in in our bedroom and uh, she was looking kind of a little bit warm. And she is, uh-huh. she's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. All right. So Monday after <laughs> our Valentine's Day, I woke up with a little bit of an itchy throat. But I thought it was because I was eating chocolate strawberries the night before and I was <laughs> choking on the seeds. <laughs> And it was, I don't know if you ever seen that scene in The Office when Kevin Malone's choking on a cupcake and he's like stopping anyone from helping him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that was delicious. <laughs> I was like kind of feeling like that. <laughs> just enjoying my chocolate strawberries. So I thought that was just my throat being sore from that the next day. And I ended up cooking breakfast for uh, Tina because she was around. Oh, yeah. We had her over for breakfast. And then throughout the day, it just got worse and worse. And then the evening, I was warm. And yeah. I was like, oh, man, I'm getting sick. <laughs> and then I went into the room. And I was telling David, I was like, I don't think you should sleep in here tonight. And then uh, he came and checked on me. And then he said I was sitting there just looking flushed and just sick. A little warm face <laughs> yeah. looking. And I was really trying to. I don't think it's COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fevered and coughing. Well, well, the one thing that I found was funny because she was like, she, she, she said, uh, she, she said I have a headache, but I don't think it's COVID. And then right away, as soon as I, she said I have a headache, I'm like, oh, I think it's COVID. <laughs> And then right away, we were like, okay, well, maybe we should stay away from you. You go in the room. And then Beverly went in the room and uh, you kind of just started isolating, but then you tested later on. And yeah, like late that night, I tested. It was and like it was one positive. in the morning or something, 12. And yeah, I don't know. The faintest line. Yeah. So I, I just went and started sleeping downstairs. It was tough trying to sleep on a different bed altogether. I'm like, like I, I don't know. Yeah. And then. Uh, what, what day did I finally tell? It was Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Yeah, Thursday, I I was kind of feeling a little bit of a itchy throat. And then I started to get fevered. And then right away, I knew, okay, I got to check. Did the throat swab because the throat swabs are a little bit more effective with uh, this variant, Omicron. the Omicron variant. Uh, do you kind of think, like, how far do you have to put it? You got to put it in your in your lungs, no. Oh, oh should we? Like, pa- past your uvula? Esophagus. <laughs> no, it is pretty. It's like, what is the uvula past there? Something. Because, yeah. like, like, even after I was done that, my throat felt a little bit more sore because I was kind of like brushing back there. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, I, I tested it. There was a faint line. And then I was like, okay, all right, I'm positive. And I went and showed Beverly right away. And then we're like, okay, we'll go isolate downstairs together. And we, which downstairs we have a bathroom at least in a couple rooms and plenty of stuff to keep yeah. us entertained downstairs. And we brought some food down and, uh, and then Harmony start the next day, two days later, our daughter Harmony, she's kind of like feeling a little ill, and but she was testing. She was yeah. testing like morning and night. Yeah. And then uh, finally she did the throat swab 
and uh, it was Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. I went up. I masked up, sanitized myself completely, put on, like, clean clothes, and then I went and I swabbed her throat. And then, like, not even five minutes into the test, I seen the line. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And then David came up and we were able to just isolate and have free room of the house and yard. Yeah. The three of us. Yeah. I say, like, if you if you get this thing, keep active. Yeah. And hydrated. Hydrated and active are your best friends for going Did you guys through. find where? No. 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 We no. have no idea. Like, it's seriously like, because uh, we didn't know anyone that had COVID at all. Yeah. 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 There was no word anywhere of anyone having it. So it's like one of those things where you could have just got it like using a debit machine or something like that. Or the store. Oh. Or the store, a handle on, it's anywhere really. Yeah. And then you touch your face, scratch your mouth or something <laughs> <laughs> afterwards. So, yeah, I don't know. You could like you could do everything to keep yourself away from COVID. But as uh, Dr. Z-Dog would say, everyone <laughs> has a date with COVID. <laughs> so it's either uh, getting the, the, the injection or you end up getting it anyways inside your body. So I don't know. It, it'll happen probably. And by the time it comes around to a lot of people, I just hope that it's nothing but like a sniffles yeah. <laughs> by that point. Because I was saying me, well, our house got sick back in like September, October or somewhere there. Oh, yeah. And I found that was worse than COVID. Yeah. Because it lasted longer. Yeah. Although like with COVID, like the first two days were the worst for us. It was like fever, chills, headaches, body aches. (coughs) And then after that, it was just recovery. Yeah. Whereas like our sickness back in the fall was like a week of just like sniffles, coughing, sore throat and everything. Head cold. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't make out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were both cold, so we were still making head colds, so we both <laughs> made out anyway. <laughs> Found a way to keep things warm. <laughs> but yeah, that one was worse. It lasted longer and it just hit us all. And then, oh, that's when Marcus and Teresa were with us and yeah. Marcus got sick too. It wasn't uh, COVID. We were no. all testing negative. Yeah. And Trisa got like an itchy throat, but she fought it hard. Yeah. She's kind of staying away from us with work and school. Yeah. But this like with COVID, oh. like, oh, were you going to say something, Kelly? Oh, I was just kidding. Beverly said like, Kelly, I got COVID also. And I was like, my throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling <laughs> warm. <laughs> yeah. Having, what is that, sympathy kind of? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh no, my nose is getting yeah it was good the only person that we were in contact with once we had symptoms was just tina yeah but she didn't get it she was negative and Uh she had no symptoms after that so that was good that we were able to avoid passing it passing it on to anyone yeah yeah there was something else to experience that the yeah. whole like the uh, the the har- half of the hard stuff about covid now was the isolation stuff yeah. and trying to manage that because it's like it plays on your head a little bit because like we were isolating in the basement and it's like we didn't get much sunshine mm-hmm. and we yeah. went outside once like because like kelly knows the way our our door just uh comes to the basement right away like that back door you go right down to the basement 
so we avoided harm. We went straight outside one day and we started shoveling and we just shoveled everything and got fresh air. It was tough to take deep breaths though. That was one thing yeah. about COVID. We got tired out right away. Yeah. But this was during, um, like for me, it was when uh, um, the day after getting the fever and everything. The fever was kind of the big thing. And then after that, it was just kind of like the shortness breaths and stuff. Yeah. But uh, getting outside and getting f- fresh air and the sun just helped a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's a mental health aspect to this whole thing too that kind of, yeah. yeah, there's a part of that too, which you could kind of have to keep in check too as, long, as well as your body. Yeah. But anyways, enough about COVID, you stupid COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, any any awesome stuff with God? Any revelation for you, Kelly? Well, I've just been uh, dreaming, and um, I had a dream of Avery. So, Avery, if you hear this podcast, (laughs) Avery, um, uh, our, yeah, so I had a dream of him. And um, it, I was just running around with him in his truck, and um, I just got some like uh, revelation for him, but just stuff that I need to kind of tell him right then, about maybe different things that's going on right now. Because the last church service we had, um, I just really felt upon my heart to go and like stand in it. And agree with prayer over him right mm-hmm. and uh, I felt like God was um, calling him to uh, who I just got goosebumps but I just felt God was calling him to the forefront right to like to kind of stand alongside that, that he can't kick the dust anymore or he can't fall back or he can't think like I'm not important yeah. um, to this ministry but I really felt God was uh, wanting to move him to the forefront of the ministry because um, at, at church service I don't know if it was that one or the last one but he got up and he spoke and he started praying and yeah. it's just like I felt immediate connection to the Holy Spirit yeah. and that he was just pulling down heaven mm-hmm. and I was yeah. like oh wow Avery you don't know you don't even know the authority and the um just the authority that he carries right yeah. that heaven was just coming down and it was falling and i really think god really wants to start using you and moving you but you just need to like uh god was kind of telling like don't worry about what people think or don't worry about what people are saying right now because you know what i would i really love god doesn't call the perfect or the ready mm-hmm. yeah he just he looks at the heart. He looks at the inside. For sure. And he's like, and then I just felt like he's wanting just to pull Avery out. And then when I started having dreams about him, and I was like, man, God just loves him. God wants to use him. And God, it's like, now's the time. Like, now's the, now's the time. And that's, that's my revelation. That's been, you know, I'm praying for, um, our church and our body, our family, like our church family, and uh, just really asking God what's going on. And right, because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world too mm-hmm. yeah. that I want to kind of ask and I kind of want to question. But God's more or less saying, like to me right now, like don't mind that right now. It's I'm getting my army ready, and right now, like uh, the army of uh, like you know, David, Beverly, 
build too. Like, you know, of love right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm calling you guys. I'm calling you guys to stand. And so I think it's an exciting time. Yeah. Like, I, I you know, don't get me wrong that you've battled with fear, but just fear of the unknown, right? But I've been thinking like, no, if this, what's going on in the world right now, I can't, I can't even begin to imagine what actually God is doing in this spirit realm that just uh it's like i could hear like clamoring of like you know like when um soldiers when they're kind of marching marching are standing there and you're kind of like really excited about mm-hmm. the next move that's how i feel yeah i sure. don't know that's my revelation i'm a little late to the party yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that's pretty good today we uh gave louise a ride back and yeah. uh I don't know if anyone knows who Louise is anyway. She's a sister in the church and she's my auntie and related to us, but a, a essential part of the church body. And uh, we gave her a ride back today. And um, I was just, I was telling her like, you know, how blessed I am that Avery, when he, he shows up to church and stuff and he's just yeah. an encouragement to me just being there. And, and like he shares on the, uh, when he testifies and, it's like it seems little, but it's big in the spirit, mm-hmm. and oh, it, it just gets me really fired up. Really, so, just to see yeah. that it's like th- it was my same feeling too. I couldn't wait. I can't wait until Avery is right at the forefront too. Yeah, just like yeah. Uh, stepping into the authority that God has for him mm-hmm. and the uh, the power you know that God has for him too as well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot of like people just need to understand their identity in Christ. Exactly. Yeah, because it's so much, man, if we could see ourselves the way the Lord sees us inside the spirit, like we wouldn't have the insecurities and the fears and the doubts of ourselves, you know, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, it's awesome. It's just, I just can't wait. I just want more people to be equipped and to understand who they are with Christ and, uh, you know, anyone too that, that even doesn't even believe in Jesus. I'm talking to the ones that oh, yeah. listen to podcasts that <laughs> might be listening to God's gang and uh, you don't believe in the Lord Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah, he's the way, the truth, and the life and no one goes on to the Father but, but, but through him. And uh, mm-hmm. absolutely, he's a father that loves and he's a father that is like a real father that takes care of people, instructs them, mm-hmm. um, um, raises them up and... Uh, and you can have that relationship that's really close, like closer than you think the father that you have here naturally on earth. This is like the the true, what a real father looks like anyways. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I went off on that. <laughs> I think some <laughs> people really need, even like people who do believe don't even believe that uh, uh, the heavenly father's a good father. You know what I mean? There might be some yeah, yeah. kind of like things like with wounds or, or with... Uh, uh, bad theology, mm-hmm. um, bad understandings of the Bible of who uh, the father really is, but like he's a good father, yeah. man. He's so good. Yeah. I was, um, I was like reading. Remember, Kelly, we were talking about Dr. Michael Heiser before? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a few of his books, and one of them is called I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible, it's called. <laughs> and it's really good. It's kind of like it kind of pokes. Uh, it might be a little tongue in cheek to the title, anyways. But he takes all these weird things that are inside the Bible, uh, Old Testament and New Testament, where people don't really concentrate them on that much. Like they kind of skim over yeah. this part. 
like talking about the sons of God in uh, Genesis chapter 6 or talking about uh, Numbers chapter 5 and there was like some sort of weird love potion that God told, um, I don't know who it was to create. It seemed like although God talked about like uh, we're not to take part in divination and witchcraft and all this stuff, he's instructing a, a priest to create this little concoction and for a woman to drink it or something like that. So, but like he kind of like demystifies things and he goes to the Greek and stuff. Well, you know all about that, like the way he operates. Yeah. And he's like biblical scholar. He's a doctor, right? And this whole stuff. And it's, it's such an awesome book. And like, uh, and it's just like all the title says, I dare you not to bore me with the Bible. Um, my old understanding and the way, what I need to get rid of is that sometimes Old Testament can be a little bit boring, but uh -huh. there's really exciting stuff inside there if you look at it from a different lens, like a different yeah. viewpoint or something like that. So I'm just excited for God to reveal his word even more to, to myself and to everyone out there. Yeah. Especially talking about it, I know I, that's when, because oh, if you go back on the live for love, David started talking about healing, and then all of a sudden I started getting excited about stepping into healing, also church body. It was just uh, seeing, um, I guess, when someone's passionate about something, hey, and yeah. either their fire and their zeal for that specific thing healing that uh, it's easy to kind of it's it's amazing how god's word could also ignite someone else with yeah. that I, I found it very i was like yeah man i want healing i want that <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. and that's like and that's part of it too like um the stuff that i was kind of taking and absorbing on the topic of healing was um people got to be talking about it more and they got to yeah. be sharing testimonies about it because it kind of builds faith in other people too. Mm -hmm. It's like, just like you said yourself, when I start sharing about healing, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, we need to have healing inside the church and we need to have it in our homes yeah. and we need to have it inside us and just taking it out to, to people out there who really need it, right? And that yeah. just builds fire, uh, faith and kind of ignites a fire inside people to do that. And, and uh, um, you know, I don't know. There's just so much, there's so much facets to healing and it's really amazing thing because Jesus, that's was really, he was, he was all about healing. And, um, you know, there's a couple of things about that is, and I shared it with our love group before is that it's, uh, he, he was moved with compassion. First of all, yeah. Jesus, yeah. like, um, so when he, he didn't do it because, you know, he's like, Oh, I need to prove that, uh, this is how I kind of looked at it for a while. There's like, oh, I need to prove that I can heal, that I'm worthy enough that I'd be used as a vessel by God to heal people. But, uh, uh, but Jesus was more like he saw someone that was sick and he was moved with compassion. He's like, I don't want to see this person sick anymore, so I'm gonna heal this person with the power and authority that I've been given. But also he, um, he, uh, he wanted to destroy the works of the devil, really. He like because when the kingdom of God comes upon people, the it's like it's like the the works of the enemy, you know, and sickness and disease and and things that go wrong inside the body and generational stuff actually gets destroyed. So the works of the devil is destroyed when healing takes place and when God does that. So I don't know, really exciting things with 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 healing, anyways. Yeah, 
with uh, what's going on and you know you're talking about that stuff and you could really just get people going and want to look more into stuff uh, for a book yeah. rec uh, for recommendations for people if you ever want to check into healing if you're uh, a believer like a charismatic christian believer or even just curious that jesus did healings and he said he you would do greater things there's good books check out um Rand dr randy clark randy clark i was gonna say randy king that's <laughs> <laughs> brother randy king from yorkton <laughs> no randy clark um has really good books i think there's one called essential guide to healing uh authority to heal power to heal and, and that's his entire ministry ministry is just about power evangelism and 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 bringing jesus to people by the route of uh healing and the guy just dedicated his life to that and uh he has so much good stories. He, I think there's an entire 20 part training on YouTube. If you ever want to check it out, I took a long time and went through that and I was playing my video games and I kind of put something in my earbud in my ear and just listen to these things and try to get it into my spirit at the same time. And it was just a lot of good stuff, man. These, these testimonies will just kind of like fire you up and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> How about Beverly? How how has God been good in your life? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think, and um, I'm kind of tired right now, so my mind's not working the best. <laughs> but uh, I know when when I first was in isolation there, I was really like trying to focus on God, and I was rewatching live videos and stuff, and it was <clears throat> just kind of like really kind of leaning into prayer. Well, I was by myself in the room <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just really kind of like trying to refocus and like kind of really lean into like reading my Bible and stuff because sometimes it's it's so easy to get distracted. Yeah. Especially with like TikTok and Facebook and oh, yeah. uh, Reddit and YouTube and all that. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was just really trying to get like the word like really like mm -hmm. strongly into me. Just oh yeah. Because like I want to be able to like kind of quote scriptures a lot better. Mm -hmm. And then I was having some good conversations with my mom because like she's kind of coming back, I guess you can say, because she went That's through some stuff. spiritual yeah. stuff, and she I check in with her every once in a while and she's like yeah i've just been praying and there's been such a big difference since wow. we've been there and stuff and then even with my brother george i had some good conversations with him because he was baptized this past summer and although he's still not living quite right and yeah. not like really kind of living for god and stuff but he's trying and i know it's hard because like we weren't raised like to be in church and stuff yeah and we weren't didn't really like have a whole lot going on for like spirituality when we were growing up too and so i know it's kind of hard for him because he's a single dad out in swan river so it's i it's, i know it's like hard for him to like really check in and have that supports around those supports around him mm -hmm. but he's trying to move closer this way and hopefully that'll be like a big step oh yeah yeah. Get connected with a good church family and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like a real solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave was talking about how sometimes like 
us if we kind of do our evangelistic work with people mm-hmm. like because we want to because like everyone wants to like really see people be steadfast with jesus right that's yeah. just like our heart yeah like, like you you see it inside yourself and you want to see it for other people too and david chan i'm talking about here dave <laughs> just rather randomly say dave anyone knows who david chan is uh, David Chan is our brother from Love Ministries, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> David Chan said that that uh, sometimes we could kind of like put the put the Lord in a box on how because we've seen things done a certain way before, mm-hmm. and we think that because it worked that way for us, it has to work for them that way. But it's like sometimes you could just pray for that person and plant that seed and just let God do His work, and He could like miraculously deliver people because like in the end it's god who does the changing not us mm-hmm. we're just like the exactly. vessels we're the the messengers we're the sowers right but we yeah. you know we just pray and believe that that god will do that work so it's like the same thing for your brother like i believe god's already kind of like tugging at his heart and probably even in his quiet time he's speaking to him and he just kind of needs to you know listen mm-hmm. i guess like kind of like tune in there and like you know is have those conversations with the Lord and stuff. And, and I'm glad that, that the Lord is really kind of moving into your family's life, you know, yeah. even more these days. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Just, you know, like... I think, I think there's such, um, there's such, uh, what is that word called? What am I looking for? Um, because Beverly, who is married to David, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there's a relationship there between you two and how Beverly's been really leaning on God and showing herself steadfast and showing, um, you know, her relationship with God and showing how good God is in her life and how good God is blessing her and how God is moving on her behalf. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that there there's sustenance to that. There, there's, um, there's proof that, God is good in Beverly's life, so how could they deny who she serves is real? Yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that they would want that, that they would want part of that. And, you know, and all it took was Beverly to say yes in that moment at that church service with David and Harmony. Like, you know what I mean? Just to say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then God was saying, like, you know what? All right, I'm going to show myself faithful in your life or your family is going to want that goodness. Yeah. It's like almost yeah. being a living example of God's goodness, you know, because like, yeah. like he really does use us and he needs us to be that kind of example to people out there and mm-hmm. to live by example. Uh, and, you know, evangelistic work, that's part of it. You know, that's that's part of it. Just being being that example, walking out there like that, because, yeah, like I told totally believe it, like. Uh, Beverly there's been change in both of our lives and God's been so good in both of our lives mm-hmm. and that's a testimony to people out there like to see the change and the growth and and the peace like man God's so peaceful in all our situations yeah and just so thankful for that and like we're if we didn't have God when when things were going wrong with you know COVID and isolating and uh, Russia and Ukraine and mm-hmm. all these different things like <laughs> There's probably people like flipping out right now, like getting super scared. And it's just like, man, our hopes in Jesus, our hopes in the Lord. And yeah, that's the, who we trust in. Like, regardless of what's going to happen, like, we know that God provides all the time. Like yeah. his word tells us, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember too before, like, 
I forget when it was, but like since I've been serving Jesus and really like living my life for God and stuff, I've always been kind of like, um, not scared, but kind of like nervous to share God with my family uh-huh. because they're all like kind of like traditionalism or like not really into that stuff. And so I was always kind of like a little bit nervous to like really talk about God. And I think it's been since like the last two years, I kind of been talking about it more. Oh, and yeah. I even talked about um, my one tattoo I got for it was supposed to be like for Harmony when she was born. And um, I end up finding out like this was before I was serving God. I got this tattoo. And what's the tattoo just so people know? It's a eye of raw. Eye of raw. Or Horace. Horace. One of them. Yeah. Anyways, and I got it because Harmony's middle name is Isis. And this was before the whole Isis. <laughs> Islamic state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was before that started yeah. happening. But um, Isis is the goddess of fertility in the Egyptian kind of thing. And uh, that w- the Isis was too like intricate i didn't want it on my body i just wanted like a simple tattoo and she had i think three sons or something it's like a raw horse and something else and so i got that because it was supposed to mean luck and stuff and then like i did all this research on it and stuff and i had it on my body for quite a while and then one time i got prayer and then um I've been praying for another baby for the last like eight years. Yeah. He's coming. I know he's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I went for prayer one time with uh, Larilyn, our, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, how, how would you say it? But she's a really integral part of our church, church family. And uh, she was kind of praying over it. And she was like, well, no, she was praying over me. And then she's like, tattoos, tattoos. I hear tattoos. It's like, can I look at your tattoos? And then I was like, sure. So I started like explaining them to her because I have like nine tattoos. And then uh, she was focusing on my eye of, eye of raw. And she's like, this, what is this? And then I explained it to her. And then she's like, um, I know a, a lot of people. I know this isn't why you put it on your body, but a lot of people don't realize that a lot of these symbols have um, kind of dark meanings. Occult kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, and they like unknowingly pr- put curses on their s- themselves. And she was really talking about it and explaining it to me. And she's like, I did so much research on this. She's like, I'm not taking this lightly and like talking about it lightly. And so, <coughs> sorry. Um, she was like really explaining it to me and she said um, a lot of people don't know this but it actually is a curse of barrenness and then so ever since I got this I was having trouble with um, like my menstrual cycle and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so she's like I would suggest that you um, cover it up but we're going to pray over it right now and she we prayed over it and we actually broke the curse of like whatever it meant and then um i can't even remember where i was going with this yeah um your your brother helped you cover it up and stuff and 
I don't know where you. Yeah, I can't remember where I was going with this, but anyways, keep telling the story. I uh, talked to my brother. Oh yeah, I was explaining um, how I was talking to God about my family. But anyways, I asked my brother to cover it up for me because he's the one that actually did it the first time. And so he's like, yeah, of course I can cover it up. We'll just pick a design to cover it up with. And I picked a sunflower and uh, he covered it up, but you can still kind of see it. And and then um, he was like, why do you want to cover it up? And like all my siblings were sitting around visiting and stuff at the time. And so I was like explained to them that it was a curse and that I got prayed over and like all this stuff. And I started really like talking about God and stuff at that yeah. moment. And I wasn't shy of it anymore, I guess. Oh, yeah. And so I was like really started to um, share my heart about God with my siblings and stuff at that time. And then so since then. I kind of been like a lot more open with it oh and yeah. even inviting my siblings to church, which my sister, while she was staying with us, came to church a lot. And uh, her her boy actually like really enjoys church and he kind of like really wants to be involved with the church and the youth group and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it, my brother, the one who does tattoos, is the one that got baptized in last summer. And he's been friends with this one guy this pastor in swan river and he was kind of like speaking life into my brother and stuff uh-huh. and so that's how he was able to get baptized and like kind of really um start seeing the good goodness of god yeah yeah so ever since like my tattoo i've been like sharing a lot more with my family that's good i'm so glad you do that because it's i don't know it's kind of tough like if we're like naturally kind of a little bit more timid and being vocal mm-hmm. like I, I feel like i'm that way mm-hmm. being vocal about things but it's like um i don't know when when you get excited about god and what he's done for us it's like you want to share that with other people right yeah yeah it's not it's not to be in this way where because like i think sometimes when young christians come to the lord they get kind of like excited and they start telling people about jesus but they start kind of judging and condemning people yeah. for their ways it's yeah. like you got to get right with Jesus because uh, uh, he, you're sinning and God hates sin and mm-hmm. you're going to go to hell or something like that, right? But it's like, uh, you know, the other evangelism is like evangelizing with love and with God and the Father and, uh, you know, kind of like miracles and healing and all that kind of stuff. And that's just like, I think we just got to be really wise. And yeah. uh, and uh, Beverly, you're being wise in how you're 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 evangelizing to your family and sharing god's love kind of thing yeah i wanted to share your brother was it was was his birthday a few weeks ago and we couldn't have it because of complications and stuff and we finally had because of covid COVID. (laughs) and then uh, and then he we had it at the house and uh, beverly made this shirt for him yeah and i thought it was pretty cool and it was uh revelations 12 11 revelations 12 11 no 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 I'm just going to find it here. Um, It says they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they, they did not love their lives so much to shrink from death. I thought it was cool because like uh, the way George is, if you know George, he's like this, uh, he looks like a, a kind of like a, a neo greaser. I would call him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He wears the black and he'll wear like, chuck taylor sneakers and he'll wear like a little 
milady hat every once in a while or something like that. And he has a long wallet chain all the time. Yeah. And wears some pretty big rings and stuff. Yeah. And like, but like you see the guy, he's like that. He's such, he has such a big heart. Mm-hmm. Like you, like it it's doesn't reflect the way he looks is like the way his heart is. And, yeah. And, uh, but I thought that would kind of be like, he would see it as cool because mm-hmm. we we're like Beverly's like make t-shirts for him right for his birthday and uh she did one for like George's tattoos right because yeah. he does tattoo work and just something he'd have on his uh he could wear and kind of promote his work and then the other one was like do a, uh, a, a scripture and the one that I came to mind was Revelations twelve eleven, right that's what it was because mm-hmm. it just sounds kind of cool and it's like talking about defeating the enemy and all this overcoming the devil or something like that and I don't know. He liked it anyways. Eh? Yeah, yeah. He really liked the shirts. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They okay. also said like a lot of the, I heard like this um, prophecy that a lot of the um, next wave of, or the next crop of Christians isn't going to look like your typical, like, you know, like a suit in professional. Yeah. Three, three piece. Christian yeah. suit, gelled up hair, yeah. <laughs> clean shaven. Yeah, yeah I believe they're, it. Yeah, they're not gonna look um, so formal, I guess. Which I, I bring it on. Yeah, because <laughs> like we're they could probably pastors. reach a whole people that you know. I maybe I still can't reach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I was just thinking about that too because me and David are assistant pastors and how many assistant pastors do you see having tattoos and dreadlocks? (laughs) 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 Just dressing comfy all the time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was never really comfortable in suits. Like I didn't didn't really like that much. Every once in a while I'll dress up but like I don't know. I don't I wouldn't dress up for church. (laughs) Every Sunday? Yeah because like I I don't know it's, it's not comfortable for me but second of all I want people to just come as they are to church. Yeah. yeah. Just to feel comfortable rather yeah. than having to feel like uptight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, not only is like David the pastor, David's also the worship leader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you do worship, well, for me personally, when I do worship, I get wicked sweaty. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Hot. And yeah. Yeah. And you wouldn't want to be in a real tight, like we could uh, layered up suit. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that'd be rough. I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough enough just wearing a t-shirt trying to do that. <laughs> Only yeah. a t-shirt. You're just kidding. Deadly visual. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, do you think that's good enough for check in for today? What do you guys figure? Yeah, yeah we should be back we shared a next. Back on schedule next, next Sunday. Yeah. Next Monday. week. Yeah, we'll we'll be back at her with everyone back in the studio full full tilt. Yeah. Yeah, let me see if I'm hitting the right one here. And of course, Dylan, it's good to have Dylan with us. Sure, we got. I got scammed. <laughs> I don't know. You could hear that, Kelly? No, you didn't. Is Dylan no. saying I got scammed? Sure, we got. I got scammed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks for joining us, Dill. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can share your story again next week. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a little update. Yeah. On that shit. <laughs> Dylan's weekly update on the scam. Yeah. Yeah. I got scammed. Oh, that sounds rough. I'll try to do that again. So we still have our contest running. Oh, if yeah. you review our podcast on your listening platform, send in a screenshot that you reviewed it and you'll be entered in to win a custom God's Gang t-shirt. Yeah. And so far we have three entries, so your chances are pretty good. Woo! <laughs> And should we extend it because it was supposed to go to this Sunday, like t- or today's podcast? Yeah, let's do it one more week. So, like, sometimes at the end of next week, we'll. And keep an eye on our Facebook page for updates and news about our podcast. Yeah. Check us out wherever you give us reviews. Whatever. I don't even know how to sign up. Also, don't that. forget Saturdays, David and Dave. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sunday show on Saturday with David and Dave. At 4 p.m. sometimes. 4 p.m. sometimes. <laughs> I think we've been on a dot one time, I think. Yeah, I just kind of like, yeah, 4 o'clock-ish or sometimes 5, 5.30. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, DC's such a busy guy and yeah. he has two little girls yeah. at home, so it's kind of hard to stay on schedule. And it must be kind of tough, yeah. I remember having a har- little harmony and, and that trying was to just one. <laughs> that was just one. They have two little ones, so yeah, yeah. So, anyways, we'll sign off for today, episode number seven, brought to you in part by Kellogg cereal. <laughs> Kellogg, great. they're great. <laughs> Wrong brand. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kellogg's makes the that's uh, cornflakes. Cornflakes. No, yeah, Kellogg's cornflakes. Kellogg's oh, yeah. makes the tiger tony guy i don't know for some reason i was thinking rice krispies there's a there's an adult cereal you could subscribe to which is all like sugar free and like good for your body full of fiber and protein but does it taste good i i don't know i want to try it <laughs> but it it's expensive though like you order it online I bet it's sugar-free. Yeah. yeah and it's i think it's like 40 or 50 dollars to get like five boxes so that's a like month ten, that's, not, that's not too, too that's bad. one month yeah so like I think you subscribe and it keeps coming in I wish I knew the name of those darn cereals they look good like to me they look good but I don't know they probably taste like ashes or something there's some cereals out there that don't have like sugar on them that taste pretty good yeah you know what uh, yes they uh, we were at Costco and we got some kind of chocolate uh, keto bites it was like it's like the chocolate but with a big bunch of seeds um i don't know what what exactly is all in it but it's like sugar oh my goodness i cannot believe there's no sugar in there love it and usually i'm big on sugar yeah but they're so good i think i know which ones you're talking about like i see them so i walk by them yeah yeah all right so we're talking about cereal signing off again yeah Join us next week with our favorite cereal special. <laughs> All right, guys. God bless, and we'll see you guys next week. And, uh, yeah, have a great week. See ya. Bye-bye.